Will you survive? He's a cockroach. You can't kill him. <laughs> he just keeps coming back. A night of eliminations. I don't think people understand how hard it is to be that in control of your voice and move on stage at the same time. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, November 27th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes survived the competition to win the three- and five-day Thanksgiving weekend box office, with $42 million across the five days. After two weekends in theaters, The Hunger Games prequel has made $98 million domestically and $155 million worldwide. Ridley Scott's Napoleon, starring Joaquin Phoenix as the French emperor, debuted in second with $32.5 million, followed closely behind by Disney's Wish, which made $31.7 million in its first weekend in theaters. Trolls Band Together made another $25.3 million, good enough for fourth place, and the horror film Thanksgiving rounds out the top five with $11 million. Organizers behind the Brazilian leg of Taylor Swift's Eras Tour issued an apology and acknowledged that they could have taken more measures to ensure concertgoer safety after a fan died on the first night of the tour. Seraphim Abru, chief executive of entertainment company T4F, also expressed in the statement shared on social media on Thursday, quote, Sincere condolences to the family of the deceased fan, 23-year-old Ana Clara Benavides, and willingness to provide assistance in whatever is necessary. He said, quote, We recognize that we could have taken some alternative actions in addition to all the others we have done, such as creating shaded areas in external areas, changing the times of previously scheduled shows, and placing more emphasis on allowing entry with disposable water cups. We know the enormous responsibility we have to organize an event of this scale, which is why we did not economize in our efforts or resources to follow the best global practices in our industry to guarantee the comfort and safety of all. Benavidez died after falling ill from the extreme heat ahead of Swift's November 17th show in Rio de Janeiro. Swift postponed the following night's show, citing the extreme heat. Rio de Janeiro police announced Wednesday that an investigation has been launched against T4F. Buzz Lightyear to Star Command. Tim Allen has shared an exciting update on Toy Story 5. The actor, who has voiced everyone's favorite space ranger in the past four Toy Story films, confirmed Disney CEO Bob Iger's sequel announcement earlier this year and revealed that the company has contacted him and Tom Hanks about bringing Buzz and Woody back to the big screen. Have a listen to Alan on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Bob Iger, Disney, head of Disney, said it was on. He actually said that it was going to happen. Yeah. They have reached out to Tom and I to do the reprise the roles. They're not saying anything about it. it what it is for people like me, it's just like I'm a sci-fi buff. And you, you wonder if uh, four was too many. Is five going to be too much? No. And according to the, the scuttlebutt, this, the writer that's doing it wrote one of the better ones. And he said, if I didn't get this right, I wouldn't do it. So it could be a very, very interesting way to reunite it. Well, if the pair do reprise their roles, Buzz and Woody will need to find their way back to one another because, you might recall, Woody traded Bonnie's home for the carnival to remain with Bo Peep at the end of Toy Story 4. 
Melissa Barrera has broken her silence after being fired from Scream 7 over social media posts she made about the Israel-Hamas war that producer Spyglass Media Group deemed hate speech. In a statement posted to her Instagram story on Wednesday, the actress said, quote, First and foremost, I condemn anti-Semitism and Islamophobia. I condemn hate and prejudice of any kind against any group of people. As a Latina, a proud Mexicana, I feel the responsibility of having a platform that allows me the privilege of being heard, and therefore I have tried to use it to raise awareness about issues I care about and to lend my voice to those in need. She added, Every person on this earth, regardless of religion, race, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, or socioeconomic status, deserves equal human rights, dignity, and, of course, freedom. I believe a group of people are not their leadership and that no governing body should be above criticism. I pray day and night for no more deaths, for no more violence, and for peaceful coexistence. Barrera concluded by saying she would, quote, continue to advocate for peace and safety, for human rights and freedom. Silence is not an option for me. News broke Tuesday that Barrera, who starred in the fifth and sixth Scream movies, had been dropped from the seventh installment of the slasher franchise in response to a series of social media posts expressing support for the Palestinian cause and criticizing Israeli actions. Scream 7 has also lost another leading lady. Jenna Ortega, who played a starring role in the previous two Scream movies, will no longer appear in the seventh installment. According to Deadline Hollywood, which first reported the news, Ortega's exit is due to a scheduling conflict with the second season of her Netflix series Wednesday and was discussed months ago before the recently resolved actor strike. Spyglass Media Group, which produces the Scream movies, declined to comment. Representatives for Ortega did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. And Marty Croft, who, with his brother Sid, helped revolutionize children's programming in the 1970s, earning him the nickname King of Saturday Mornings, has died in Los Angeles from kidney failure. He was 86. Known for their large-scale, vividly colorful puppets that found a following among adults with a fondness for LSD, Sid and Marty Croft created iconic shows such as H.R. Puffin Stuff, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters, and Land of the Lost. The brothers also expanded into primetime television with the camptastic variety show Donnie and Marie, The Brady Bunch Hour, and Barbara Mandrell and the Mandrell Sisters. In 1976, they opened their indoor amusement park, The World of Sid and Marty Croft, in Atlanta, which closed after only six months. For more on all of these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. You're a mean one, Janie Lynch. Is she, though? Well, that question and a whole lot more will be answered by the contestants on today's number three pick, a special holiday episode of Weakest Link, titled How Jane Lynch Stole Christmas. Among those trying to bank a big cash prize are four Santas, an elf, and a Dickens caroler. Here is a little preview where Lynch is getting to know some of the contestants after the first vote. Let me just tell America that all four of our Santas, those are their natural beards, beautiful snowy white that they trim beautifully. Carl, tell me how you first became a Santa. It started with a no-shave November. I started letting the beard grow out a little, and the following Halloween, I 
bought a cheap costume and greeted the children at the door as Santa, and suddenly I was invited to be Santa at a couple opportunities. Oh. It's wonderful. It's like being everybody's grandparent. Oh. Mm. Warren. Yes. Now, you have a particular way of dealing with crying babies, Warren. What is that? Well, a lot of times I just will lean on in and cry along with the baby. Oh. And a lot of times that becomes the favorite shot. Well, hopefully there will not be any crying on the special holiday episode of Weakest Link, which airs tonight at 10 on NBC and is available to stream tomorrow on Peacock. Number two. Get some discipline in your nasty bodies is just one of the insults hurled at the celebrities in our number two pick today, the season finale of Special Forces World's Toughest test. The second season of the show that puts celebrities through special forces training is ready to wrap things up, and it has been a surprising season. If you put money on who would be left standing in the finale during the first episode, we'd be impressed if you got things right. The quick departures of Tara Reid and Black China weren't unexpected, but an early exit for former NBA star Robert Horry and former Pro Bowl wide receiver Des Bryant, who tried to get back on the show after quitting, were surprising. Meanwhile, JoJo Siwa and controversial reality star Tom Sandoval have been shockingly impressive. One athlete, however, almost made it to the end, but left just before the finale. Here is a look back at Olympic skier Bodie Miller's exit last episode. Let's go. Let's go. Back roll. Yes, you. I can't do that. I will try as hard as I can. <coughs> as I'm older, and I've put my body through quite a bit. And I'm curious as to whether or not I'll get there physically. This thing goes already weak twice. What's that? My groin on the side. I just did it up there, Carl. Everyone else doing it. That's it. So what do you want to do there? Drag it. So, so what do you want to do? There's only one thing you can do here. I can't change I, it because I know, of you. I know. What are you going to do? You need to make a decision. What is it going to be? I'm GW. I can't shred it. I can't blow it out. There's nothing I can do about it. Give me a number. So, Siwa and Sandoval are joined in the finale by Bachelorette stars Tyler Cameron and Nick Vile, as well as Olympic speed skater Aaron Jackson. Find out who passes training tonight on the Special Forces finale at 9 on Fox and streaming tomorrow on Hulu. It's trivia time. Jojo Siba has impressed during her run on Special Forces. But what was the first show on which Siba appeared? Was it Dance Moms, Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition, or The Thundermans? Stick around for that answer as well as our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. 
This week in entertainment history, we all let it go and went to theaters to see the first Frozen movie, which opened a decade ago, November 27th, 2013. The Disney animated movie stars Adina Menzel, Kristen Bell, Jonathan Groff, and Josh Gad. It opened to more than $90 million and went on to earn $1.33 billion worldwide, spawning tons of merch, a song that you couldn't get out of your head, and a 2019 sequel. Time is running out on our number one pick today, The Voice. Playoffs started last Tuesday with three singers from Niall Horan's team getting eliminated and three moving on to next week's live playoffs. On tonight's episode, Reba's and Gwen Stefani's teams will be put through the ringer as each team's remaining six singers will perform in a playoff. Here is a preview of coaches Niall Horan and John Legend's comments after Kara Tanay's performance of SWV's Rain. Oh, Kara, that was my favorite performance you've done. It was so good. You never overperform. It's very easy to get into a song like that and be like, yeah. throw the hair around it. Like. Yeah. But you always perform the song like it's meant to be performed. That was really, really good. Thank you, man. Oh, I was feeling so nostalgic. I absolutely loved this song. And it was so good for your voice. You sounded magical. You just look like a star on stage and you control your movements in a way that's so savvy and beautiful. This was my favorite performance of yours as well. Thank you, John. So what had those guys raving? Well, you're going to have to tune in to find out. We are creeping toward crowning a champion in season 24 of The Voice. Tonight, we'll see who six of the 12 finalists will be, starting at 8 on NBC. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Tonight, we will find out if singer and dancer Jojo Siwa will pass through the second season of Special Forces World's Toughest Test. But on what show did Siwa make her TV debut? Was it Dance Moms, Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition, or The Thundermans? Well, Siwa rose to fame on Dance Moms, and she did make an appearance on The Thundermans, but she first appeared on Abby's Ultimate Dance Competition. She was a top five finalist on the second season of the show, produced by Abby Lee Miller from Dance Moms. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. So be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on X, formerly known as Twitter, at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Dustin Nelson and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, and hosted and produced by Jared Hall.